Comme du haut défenseur, et eh bien ça permet à Théodore de décocher sous réception. Il y a un petit peu de mouvement devant Price. Je suis pas convaincu qu'il a vu cette rondelle à 100 Et c'est Vegas qui va ouvrir la marque et en profiter. Regardez, il y a un joueur Toffoli qui se présente au point d'appui. Taston, Tuggo Stafson directement devant le gardien de but, Gary Price. Et pour la. Martinez avec Theodore, pardon, numéro 27, il va dégager. Et Price tente une passe, la rondelle qui va dévier, Carlson qui est là, le retour derrière à Holden, le tir de loin, arrêt de Price, le retour à Marchessault. Marchessault veut se défaire de Chirac, une rondelle qui va glisser dans le coin. Carlson accélère, reçoit la visite de Weber, la passe, voici Smith, une autre passe, Holden, le tir contre. Aïe, 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 ça allait vite là, 4 à 1. I'm not sure what happened there. What, what was the happening? The stream cut out. I found the French. I found the, the French versions, the Golden Knights goals, and the stream kept cutting out. Wait, did you find them or did you have them provided to you? I had them provided to me by our wonderful Australian listener Stephen, and I had them pulled up, and I had them ready to go, and I had them loaded, and I hit play, and they went to a circle, spinning. So that was. That was basically really bad planning by me. I'm going to turn off my mic now and run away. So download them next time. Thanks, Steven. I appreciate that. Because also we got to hear ay 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 after the Golden Knights scored, which is sad French-Canadian at its finest. Um, all right. A couple of noteworthy items on the Golden Knights ahead of Game 3. Uh, number one, Montreal's interim head coach is at home isolating because they had an irregular COVID test. Uh, I find it funny that they keep using the word irregular to describe a positive test. Like it implies like they don't think it's a real positive uh, when you call it irregular. Uh, and I guess the NHL's had enough problems with false positives that they can do that. But maybe more importantly, Alex Tuck, according to Joshua Clipperton, who writes for the Canadian press, Alex Tuck was centering the top line for the Golden Knights tonight or in morning skate and could be doing it tonight. That would give you Max Pacioretty, Alex Tuck playing center, playing out of position and Mark Stone as your top line. You like it? Three guys big enough to be indoor lacrosse goalies. Um, <laughs> it adds some speed that you get taken away from with Stevenson. Uh, big bodies. Yeah, they're all big guys. Uh, Pete DeBoer a few minutes ago. We haven't made any decisions. Pete, you absolutely have made decisions, and you know exactly what your lineup is tonight. Noshik is with the team and a game-time decision. It appears Chandler Stevens is in Minnesota or Denver because yesterday, is he on the trip? He's a game-time decision. Like, well, Is he on the trip? Uh, so I believe Alex Tuck will be on the front-line center. It will be one, one center night. Um, it is a sort of funny because immediately a lot of people started to tweet about Alex Tuck's history with taking face-offs. 
And, you know, the, the it was split on whether it's important or not. And I wanted to yell, yes, it's important, because it's the only time you scored the other <laughs> night. You got two goals, and both were off face-offs. I think that's kind of important. Uh, so he's, I guess, in the low 40 percentile of career face-offs, the ones he's taken. 39.5% okay, well, in his career. Uh, the right. last, last year, he was 29%. This year, 38%. Well, Carey Price might be getting a shutout then. He might. Because be. if you don't win face-offs, you might not score against might, this guy. Hell, you might have, which I should look this up. You might just have Mark Stone take him instead. He's got to be better at it than that, right? I would think. 39.5% is terrible. I mean, it's not, you don't really win face-offs. They just drop the puck and it just sort of hits somewhere. And you go, it's a, it's a dumb sport. You know who was always good at that? Cody Eakin. I actually think he was the worst on the team. I, you know who must struggle? I have no idea what his percentage is. I was laughing with Ben Goats the other night. I'm saying, does William Carlson ever not get thrown out of the line on the faceoff? They tell that guy to get out of there more than anyone I've ever seen. Like, look, why do you keep sending do this you, guy in there? Well, maybe he does it on purpose. Maybe he does. Yeah, he's he gets like, thrown I, out I, like I, all I, the time. I, like, it's like, uh, Marshall might as well just stand like, like two feet from him. Because he knows he's going to get thrown out of the line. Mark Stone, seven years in Ottawa, won 48% of his face Oh, then you have him take him. Three years in Vegas, 37%. He's still way above Tuck. You take, no, I, he's, he's below Tuck at that point. 37%? Tuck was at 39 Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said he's 20. Okay. He was oh. he was fine in Ottawa. He's terrible here. Is Max Pacioretty any good at this? Gonna look up face-off stats live on the radio. Um, anyways, we're we're kind of reordering the show today because Bischoff's brief is going to be about who I thought they should play as the top line center. Uh, it was not Alex Tuck, and I'm not going to spend time telling you why it should be Nick Waugh now because it's not going to be Nick Waugh. Um, eh, Max Pacioretty, 46 percent in his career, found him. He's the center. Let him take the face-offs. It's the only way they can win. Um, I was going to say it should be Nick Wall. Nick Wall has the best career numbers playing with Mark Stone of any of the possible options besides William Carlson. Like William Carlson is the other option you could put up there too if you want to create the best line possible. Alex Tuck is fascinating though because what is your third line going to look like tonight? Nick Wall, Keegan Colasard, Matthias Janmark? Yeah, I guess so. Boy, that sucks. Yeah. Like, you're not getting anything out of your third line then. Like, you've got no offensive upside from your third line. So Pete DeBoer, okay, in so, a sense, is building the best two lines he can possibly make at the expense of his third line. So is it, like they said, Tuck's speed's going to make up for the loss of Chandler's, uh, Chandler Stevenson's speed? Is it literally to put three big bodies out like that and four check and be more physical? Like, what is it? Why, why, why Tuck? Well, I mean, I, why do you think Tuck? The first line hasn't been good in this series, whether it was Stevenson, right. Colasar, any, or Wall. Barely have gotten shots on. Yeah, none of them. They haven't been good with any of those three at center. So I think a level of it is, hey, Golden Knights probably aren't going to win this series unless Stone and Pacioretty actually do something. And the best way to get them to do something is to put a good player up there with them. William Carlson, Alex Tuck are really the two options you could go with. So that's probably what it is. And it's also, by the way, Pete DeBoer saying faceoffs don't matter. Like, you don't run out of first line without a real center unless you think faceoffs don't matter. Right. So he is telling you right there, faceoffs don't matter, even though it's the only way his team can score. <laughs> even though Alex Petrangelo would have a problem with that, saying, no, they really do matter. I got two goals the other night. So I, I think it's just a matter of put the best player up there. I think the speed is a big part of it because that's that's a big reason why Chandler Stevenson has been successful. It's a big reason why Chandler Stevenson came from being a bottom six guy with the Capitals. Fast. They're just like, yeah, he's fast. Go put him with Mark Stone, and Mark Stone will pass it to him when he's wide open. So I think that's part of it is, hey, Alex Tuck is good. Now, 
we talked to Darren Millard yesterday, and Darren Millard talked about how Nick Waugh and Max Pacioretty were both skating to the same spot a lot because they weren't used to playing together. Alex Tuck is going to now be playing out of position with guys he's not used to playing with. I, I'm curious how well they actually play together in this game, but it is, if you're trying, again, if you're trying to make your two best lines, this is what you do. Alex Tuck becomes a center all of a sudden, and he's playing with Stone and Patch ready, and you keep the second line intact. Uh, DeBoer, we've made no decisions. Please. <laughs> it's, just so, it's just so silly. It's like, there were media there. They saw the line rushes. They took, there was all kinds of proof to it. We've made no decisions. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, a, it's like they don't think that Montreal might have someone also following this stuff and say, no, Tuck's up there. You think we should actually prepare for that? <laughs> no, no. Pete said they haven't made any decisions. We're not going to, until Pete tells us he's made a decision, we're not going to do anything about that. <laughs> I love, lo- love cocky coaches. Montreal just, also doesn't know who's starting in goal for the Golden Knights tonight either. That's true. The well, they had, a, they, they had a rotation all year eventually, you know, and they're coming off a loss. Uh, they are Leonard. coming off a loss. There's no idea. It could be Leonard. Yeah. Got to prepare for both. Do we have do we have stats on Leonard versus Flurry as <laughs> against the Canadians? They haven't played this team in like two years, so I don't know anything. Leonard so when he, when he I was don't know if Leonard Buffalo. was on the team the last time they played the Canadians. <laughs> well, what about when he was with Buffalo? So three years ago, with a completely horrible team in front of him, Leonard gave up forty-seven goals in two games against Montreal. Um, yeah, but he's not going to take a risk with the poke check. That's true. He's going to stand right in there. He's going to he's going to be like the indoor lacrosse goalie. Leonard kind of reminds me of one. Yeah, doesn't he? Calcul- just this huge body in what front was of this the phrase? net. Calculated cheating. Yeah, you just you just block space. You don't yeah. actually you don't actually tri- move to the puck. You just let the puck hit you. Right. Just let the puck. That's that's a lacrosse goalie for you. That's Robin Leonard. Same guy. Um, all right. How about this tweet from Willie Ramirez in the fourteen conference finals? From 2006 to 2020, that were tied 1-1 after two contests. Twelve of them saw the team that even the series in Game Two advanced to the Stanley Cup. You asking me if it's going to be another one? I mean, listen, it's a big number. The Twelve out of fourteen. Now, right? one of the times it didn't happen was last year when yeah. the, obviously the Golden Knights won the second game and they then lost three straight because they lost in five. <laughs> so. Well, that's the other thing. Every so the Gold Knights have been to the third round of the conference finals every year. Three times now. Oh, that's right. They lost San Jose in the first round. So yeah, three out of four years. In the other two, Dallas and Winnipeg, the series ended in five. Yeah. So whoever one wins, good for them, one bad for them. Whoever wins tonight wins the series. Do we have to play the last three? Can we just say, yep, whoever wins tonight gets uh, this counts as three more wins? Well, if it's Montreal and you're saying there's uh, no more travel, then uh, go go Habs go. Um <laughs> You're not traveling for this series anyways. No, but the next one we've... Hey, if not, if they lose, <laughs> they'll be fine. Uh, no, I I don't know. Look, I I still think that their firepower will probably be enough to win the series. I still think they're going to... They're just more... I think they're a better team. I think they're a better team in Montreal. might not mean anything. It'll be... You know, I'm actually looking forward to tonight because they have 3,500 fans there. I don't know if... I mean, you, can you tell off TV how loud Team Arena is? Uh, no, not not to the level. Okay, that it so I don't is, really. You, I mean, you you can tell it's different from a game that didn't have fans. Like you can you can tell there's a difference, but having been in T-Mobile for playoff games, yeah. you can't actually. It doesn't do it justice okay. by any means. So I won't know what tonight sounds like. They'll have 3,500 people there. Um, 
I, you know, I mean, I think I think it's definitely well. As Jared told us the other day, it is a series now because the home team has lost. Um, but I still think they're a better team. I still think they'll probably get through it. I did not report that exclusively. Someone in the post game <laughs> beat me to it. Uh, Jared, pull up the grades real quick because uh, the way I'm about to talk, this will be helpful here. So I'm not overly concerned the Golden Knights are going to lose this series, and it's because I think through two games, the Montreal Canadiens have probably played their A game. A. More than the Golden Knights have played their A game. A. Right? Through two games, we can probably say the Golden Knights have played like their C game. C. And what we've kind of learned is the Golden Knights playing their C game. C. Is about as good as the Canadians playing their A game. A. So I'm not too concerned because if the Golden Knights at any point play their A game. A. They're going to win the series. Right? Okay. I give that entire thing an F. F. <laughs> N. <laughs> slash A. I, exactly. Um. I the follow. I follow your logic. Well. Yeah, I follow if your they logic. They play well. Yes. The series is over. Yes, but if I, they play at their top level, they're better and they'll win the series. What I can't help from thinking, though, is that series against Dallas last year, because right. we said the same. And thing. us and five, by the way, they were better than Dallas yes. going into that series. They were better than Dallas in a lot of those games as well, but they couldn't score and they lost that series at five. Yeah. So there's some of that to this series as well, especially the way the way Montreal plays is. They want to get an early goal and then stop playing. Like, yeah. what did they have? They had 12 shots on goal in the first period of yeah. game two. They had 11 in the second and third periods combined. Yeah. Like, they want, if they get a lead, especially a two goal lead, they're not going to shoot again yeah. the rest of the game. So, if you're the Golden Knights, like, there's a level of, of, you know, be a little afraid if Montreal gets a lead and all of a sudden you're down two nothing in this game and you're looking at a 2 1 deficit in the series more yeah. than likely. And now, we're looking back at Dallas last year and how the hell did you lose to that Dallas team in five games? Vegas is better than Montreal, but I thought they were better than Dallas last right. year and that ended in five. So that's a bit of the concern for me. Do we need to give something away now, Jared? Yes, we do. All right. What do we want to give away first? British, British Rock, Rock Royalty. Royalty. All right. They are coming to Las Vegas Ballpark on June 26th. We've got a pair of tickets for you to go see British Rock Royalty at Las Vegas Ballpark on June 26th. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. If you're looking to see British Rock Royalty, 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number four. Next question this morning comes from Justin Emerson, the Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Mark, you guys have, have played pretty well over the last two games, came out with a win in one of them. So I guess how much of the game plan for game four is kind of stay the course and do what you've been doing. And how much of that is, is, is knowing that, uh, that you guys do need, uh, I don't know. Sorry. I guess that how much, um, that you, wow. Sorry. Um, I got you. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Bischoff's briefs. How was the game? Not very good. Have you ever seen a good hockey game? No, me neither. I love sports. I just can't get next to hockey. Bischoff's briefs. See, I think Americans like to savor situations. One down, bottom of the ninth. One run game, first and third. Left-handed batter, right-hand reliever. Infield, a double play depth. Here's the pitch. Bischoff's briefs. Scoring in hockey that seems to come out of nowhere. The play-by-play -play guy is always shocked. Lepetier passes to Huckenchuck, who skates past the blue line. Huckenchuck, of course, was traded from Winnipeg for a case of Labatt's after sitting out last season with, oh my God, he scores! Bischoff's Briefs. So today's Bischoff's Briefs, 
It's going to complain. Might happen all the time, but it's going to complain about TV. So last night, if you tried to watch the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders, you had to go to USA Network. Tonight, if you want to watch the Golden Knights and Canadians, you're going to have to go to USA Network. Ed, would you like to take a guess as to what NBC Sports Network will be broadcasting tonight instead of the Golden Knights and Canadians? Curling. Not curling. I would actually probably not be mad if it was curling. Reruns of American Ninja Warrior. No, that was last night. Um, no. <laughs> so until 7 o'clock tonight, they will be broadcasting the U.S. Men's Olympic Trials for Shot Put. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you got to put that on. Live TV. from uh, probably uh, Oregon. So Live from the University of Oregon. Put, yeah. Not even the Olympics. Qualifying. Qualifying. For the Olympics. Yes. Shot put is ahead of the NHL Some third round. Conference, conference finals. finals yeah. uh, in NBC Sports Network's uh, eyes. And then it gets even better because after 7 o'clock, NHL eSports comes on. Wow. Have you ever watched it? It's really good. I have not. It's really well I have done. Not that. It's no. not as good as the actual hockey, though. <laughs> so debatable. Those are the two events that will be on NBC Sports Network tonight, and not the Golden Knights. They will instead be on the USA Network, uh, just like Tampa Bay was last night against the Islanders. So that's my complaint, just in general, that you got to go find the USA Network. I did it yesterday, so it shouldn't be too hard today to find it again. But the bigger question or the bigger problem here is that, well, no wonder the NHL is leaving NBC after this year and ESPN <laughs> and Turner are going to be broadcasting their games. I don't, I mean, this hasn't just been an issue for a long time now, though, with the television contracts that they've dealt with. Yeah, well, this specifically hasn't been an issue because the playoffs are pushed back more than they normally are this year, where in the past we would be... Well, hell, the Stanley Cup final would probably be over at this point. Right. And the majority of Stanley Cup final games are on big NBC, and they don't have to worry about whatever's on NBC Sports Network. So this is more of a unique one-year situation where these Olympic trials, which obviously those don't happen every year either, but these Olympic trials are happening at the same time when normally they would not be because right. the playoffs would be over in the in the NHL. So it's a bit of a one-off scenario, but it still is funny that shot put qualifying well i actually i'll ask you this what do you think it's better ratings olympic qualifying for shot put or the nhl because there was a game earlier where uh what did they they had to put somebody on nhl network because uh the simone biles and was it was no, on. she'd get better ratings. absolutely like she would get i don't know if the shot putters will but she would get she absolutely, absolutely get, did. Yeah. and i i Get that one on. Yes, absolutely. You tell me Simone yes. Biles is doing anything in gymnastics. Yes, so watch that. That's better than any yes. hockey game ratings-wise. Yes. I don't think shot put is, though, no. right? No. I'm sure there's like three people no. listening that are very mad that I'm disrespecting No, but I think there's, there are certain Olympic uh, trials and events that would absolutely do better than hockey. Right. I and don't know if shot put is one of them. And there's big names. Like, we've had a lot of big swimmers and track athletes sure. and all this, but I couldn't name a shot putter. No. Is it even shot putter? Is that the right term? The yes. person that does yeah, the yeah. shot put no, yeah. is it yeah. shot put? Okay, yeah. I I'll defer to you. Yeah. No, I don't know. yeah, but I couldn't tell you anyone. Okay, I couldn't either. So it's like nobody's tuning in because oh, this famous shot putter's going for a world record, right? That's not what it's not. Michael Phelps, it's not Simone Biles. No, it's just Olympics. And oh, look, they're wearing our color, our flag on their shirts, so we cheer for them. Which I'll do when the Olympics happen, <laughs> but I don't need to watch them qualify. <laughs> they're all for the U.S. 
I'm cheering for all of them. So I'm still, it, it's just amazing to me. What I'm going to be fascinated to find out next year. Oh, when ESPN takes them? ESPN and Turner are going to be broadcasting right. the NHL next year. They're going to be doing the playoffs. ESPN and Turner do the NBA playoffs. How are they going to do that? They're at the exact same time every night. Like Turner's going to do the hockey? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, so if you're, Turner, off. if you're Turner, you have TNT, but you also have TBS. Right. And as we see during the NC tournament, True TV. Right. Um, ESPN obviously has four channels. And, my God, imagine a playoff game on ESPN+. Plus. People will be no. furious oh. about that. Longhorn Network. <laughs> <laughs> so, But I'm fascinated to see, like, next year... So the first round, a lot of times the local broadcast will still carry the first round, so they'll be fine there. But once you get to the second round of the NHL playoffs, they'll be going head-to-head with usually the first round of the NBA NBA playoffs. playoffs. So you'll have eight NBA playoff series and four NHL playoff series, and half of those are going to be playing every night. Like I'm fascinated to find out how ESPN and Turner plan to break those up, and are we tuning in to True TV to watch the Golden Knights oh, in the I can second see that round for next sure. year. Golden Knights cracking in the second round. The Golden round Knights will TV. absolutely, not, not just the Golden Knights, but hockey will take a backseat to LeBron. Yes. <laughs> so that's going to happen. LeBron is on True TV. Yes. Uh, Golden Knights are on ESPN. The Kraken and the Kings, <laughs> the Kings are, are on ESPN. ESPN. <laughs> Each are only five games out of a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... It's a weird spot where the NHL is because it's one of our four major sports, but it's not one of the top two. Uh, it's not even really where baseball is in the national conscience. And I guess it's behind shot put, at least Olympic qualifying shot put. Maybe not random guy shot putting, but Olympic qualifying shot put. I mean, I, I assume they could have moved the shot put off their off to one of their other channels, right? Is this some kind of contractual thing? where Because it, is, is. it is the U.S. track and field trials. Yeah. It just so happens that in this time slot is the time slot for the shot put. It could be the men's 100, which would get a lot of people watching, or, you know, I mean, there are events, again, much like anytime Katie Ledecky's in a pool swimming, you're going to get some people who are interested to watch her, and there are Olympic athletes like that. I just wonder if they got, you know, they, they got bad scheduling here where it had to be the shot putters at a certain time. My favorite thing about watching Olympic swimming is when they put the lineup for the world record. And like you can see them. Yes, you like can see you can how see close Katie they are. Ledecky yeah, you can race, see how close she is. And it's her own line. Yeah, it's her own record. <laughs> Where she's racing her Against own herself. And everybody else is like, yes. they haven't even made the turn for the right, final exactly. lap yet. Yeah, I, 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 that's a great yes. addition, like yes. television-wise. So yeah. here's well, the world record line. Here's, what here's she where to she keep is. Up with and it. she just passed it. You remember when Michael Phelps quasi-raced a like holographic shark? Yes. Can we start doing that in the pool? <laughs> Like, just start putting, like, put a an shark octopus in there. or something. Just, like, putting holographic, like, <laughs> random animals in the pool. Would get better ratings in the NHL <laughs> yes. and shot put, that's for sure. All right, coming up next. You, you get bonus points that if, when you do your flip, you kick, the, <laughs> you kick the octopus out of the pool. Listen, we will not support animal cruelty on this show, especially with Cassie Soto, the leader of animal cruelty. Coming up next. She is a used Honda Civic, hates 50% of her dogs, and will never get engaged. Time to mock Raiders.com's Cassie Soto on the Press Box. Cassie, how much money have you made off your dog? $53. Wow, I'm impressed. And now he's doing product endorsements as well? Product placement, let's go. (sighs) 
Does, do, does 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 the other dog get to like partake in some of the treats? That yeah, you're... actually, we got sent some palm balm oil, which is really good for like calluses, and Champ's really been liking it. So I've been rubbing that okay. on his elbows. First of all, you're lying because Champ hasn't been on a walk in two years, so there's no calluses <laughs> on his feet. So there's absolutely no, you're, you're completely lying to this show right now. Champ probably has the Champ, Champ probably has the smoothest feet in all of Summerlin because he's never been on a walk since you got this other dog. So <laughs> you've started off with a dishonest statement on our show today. Are you going to believe me if I tell you I walked them at 7.30 this morning? No. No. Oh, no. Okay, well, he did. Does Mark Davis not pay you enough money? <laughs> like, do you, is that why you have to find, like, these new outlets? They come to me. It's been really nice. But all I have to do is just get Archie to sit down for a picture. It sounds difficult. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was just wondering that when I saw that picture the other day that... Uh, yeah. You like bribe him because it look, it is hard to get a dog for like even a second to sit amongst his free products. Uh, not that he even knows he's sitting among free products. I think you think Archie's smart. Let me let you in on something. He's not that smart. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing there sitting amongst all this stuff. But I do believe it's probably smart to have him or it's hard to have him sit there for a long time. It's super easy. He's so photogenic. I've like put my hand up for him to look at and he'll look at it really quick and I just snap like two or three pictures and that's usually it. Like, it doesn't take a lot. Maybe he's dumb. <laughs> like, That's it. This That's all it is. Like, he's just staring at the hand. Like, well, what do I say? Like, what? what? Archie, Can I eat I that? Say, Archie, look, look. And then I snap it, and he smiles really fast. Oh, he just came running over here. <laughs> this is oh. not a bright dog. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to give him something or take a picture of him. Uh, Sorry, so, <laughs> so Cassie has a dog named Archie. Uh, he had a video on TikTok at 30 million views. She is now getting paid. For however many views she gets, she is also getting companies that send her product. Uh, so what's your plan to get 30 million more views? Because you guys are struggling. So we're almost at 40 million, actually. Oh, I just checked right me. before I got on. It's like 39.4 million. Um, we're getting follows like crazy. Like every time I open up the TikTok app, I have like 100, 200, 300 new followers. We're almost at 200,000 followers. So we did our first live on Wednesday. And that, I think we had, like, only 600 viewers at that time. But I'm wondering, and Tyler, tell me, I don't know if you watch lives. Like, should I promote, like, Archie's going live on Wednesday at 5? Like, I don't know if you do that on TikTok. I have absolutely never watched somebody live on TikTok. So you I, never? I am, no, I am of no help oh. to you watching. I'm, I'm here for 30-second videos that make me laugh and not somebody <laughs> talking to their camera. What did, you, what did you do live on TikTok with your dog? Yeah, well, we were sitting down, and we were just, like, people were asking us about, like, corgis. Like, does he shed? What's his temperament like? So we were literally just talking about Archie for 30 minutes about, It wasn't like, even Archie? It was just you talking? No, it was Archie. No, it was Archie. We sat on the floor with him, and he was, like, playing with a toy in front of the camera. And then when people would be like, hi, Archie, I'd pick up his little paw and be like, hi, uh, Tyler Bischoff, 32187. <laughs> Okay, you know what this yeah. is going to be like because you only got mm. 600 followers, and we were talked earlier. You know well my uh, my complete ignorance when it comes to all music. Okay, I do know one thing though. I got a feeling this Archie person, he's uh, Billy Ray Silas with Achy Breaky Heart. This is a one time thing, man. Oh. I don't think this dog. I don't think this whoa, dog's whoa, whoa. neither creative or smart enough to get onto the second. Billy hit. Billy Ray Cyrus had a second hit. What like two years ago with Old Town Road, which so it's was taken like 18 years. <laughs> get his next hit man um or archie could just have a really successful daughter and just mooch off of that 18 years 
hope Archer's around. <laughs> hey, stop! Well, I mean, it's eighteen. Well, well it's also all the salmon oil and coconut oil products that I have to feed him now. Like he's gonna live forever. Arch, Archie's gonna be the like oh my God, the first corgi to live. Live yes. breeds. Arch, Arch, Archie's gonna be like the only corgi who's like sixty-eight. It's like, yeah. well, you know those oils. Those oils back in the day when he had his one break in the in show business has kept him alive. Jeez. <laughs> Did John Cena follow you for you or you for Archie? I have no idea. I just we looked do. at my Twitter mentions, <laughs> followed by John Cena, and I was like, okay, this has to be a fake person. And I looked it up, and it's the real John okay. Cena. He's a Corgi fan. I, I don't want to burst the bubble here. But yeah, uh, no, I, I guarantee this guy's got probably like he, 30 corgis. I mean, on that or he like really likes what she's doing at Raiders.com. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. You're, doing, you're putting your Raiders stuff out for Raiders.com, your employer. So uh, maybe he's a Raiders fan. I don't know. Maybe John Cena is a Raiders fan. I don't know, but I'll take it. Can you imagine? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message him and link up and be like, hey, do you want to link up with Archie and just John Cena and Archie together? Film an action great? movie. The best, the best duo in the league. You want to do a remake that? of Turner and Hooch? The um, oh good lord, what is Darn it. what uh, what wrestling <laughs> league or whatever you call it is John Cena in? Is he in the, the the one that does SummerSlam that's coming here? I think he's in the WWE? Fast and the Furious one. Or did he? Oh, he is in Fast. He's promoting Fast Nine right now. <laughs> yeah, that wrestling league where the two where the two guys take off their shirts and then run at each other after they hop out of cars. But a legion is going to host something, and if John Cena's in that, maybe he's following Cassie because she's the expert on the toilets at a legion stadium. <laughs> yeah, maybe he maybe. wants to have a conversation about how uh, how mispo- misguided you are on your opinions about uh, toilet seat covers. Hey, I'll take whatever conversation we're going to have with John Cena. I'll, I'm there for it. That sounds like a bad Yeah, this business. sounds awful. All yeah. right, all right. And suddenly the entire show's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's uncomfortable. My bad. Oh, we were no. talking about your dog earlier, oh. not anything also, John Cena wants to do. And Hooch. Is this? What? What? This is, uh, who is this? I know. This is uh, Castaway. That, that would be Tom Hanks. Hanks. That'd be Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? What just happened? Did you think John Cena was in Castaway? No, no. Someone said Turner and Hooch, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" So I googled it real I, quick. I said, "Do you want to make a remake of Turner and Hooch with John Cena?" Yeah. And it literally hit the floor so badly that we just rolled past it because it wasn't <laughs> a funny comment, and you okay. brought it back. I had to Google it. I didn't know what that meant. I had no idea what just happened on the show. That was a television show at one point. No, it was a movie. It a, oh, it says TV series. Yeah, no, I think there was a TV series named Turner and Hooch at some point. Yeah, I don't. It was, I didn't know it was a movie. A few years before me, sorry guys. But then again, I'm you know don't know who the most popular hip hop lady is. So there's you know, I just... Cardi. Okay, Cassie, no, no. Oh, no. she said Cardi. Oh, I see. I do know the most popular hip hop lady. I saw her at the Floyd Mayweather weigh-in earlier in the show. Ed was referencing a Maroon 5 song featuring Megan Thee Stallion, and he didn't know her name and just called her Hip Hop Lady. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, is that the song you had playing on your phone the other day when we were walking to practice? Stop that. No one should know that. Be quiet. Yo, hey. I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. Stop. Cassie, go. I hit the wrong button. So we're walking to practice, and I'm right next to him, and I'm like, where is music coming from? We're outside. And you know, like, there's always that one annoying guy who, like, blasts music for no reason when he's walking. 
I was like, what's going on here? Who is that? And I look at Ed, and it's his phone. And I was like, why are you playing music right now? And he was like, huh, what? That's not me. And I was like, dude, let me see your phone. And sure enough, the music was playing on his phone. Beautiful Mistakes, the new song by Maroon 5. I hit a wrong button. I think I was trying to hang up on Tyler, and I hit the music button. And for some reason, my phone just started playing music, and Adam Hill was disgusted, and Cassie was laughing at me. And then, and then you know when you're playing something you know you're not supposed to, you furiously start hitting buttons, and it becomes worse. Like, I think I hit the volume <laughs> button. I'm trying up. to, like, turn it, it off, louder. but I might have, it just got louder and louder, and you get so depressed because now people are actually looking behind. It was a disaster. Don't you have an iPhone? There's only, like, four buttons on these things. Do not yeah, I was on Do Not Disturb for months. My I kept, I kept wondering, and I didn't ask my daughter, which she would have known like Cassie right away. I forgot to ask her what the moon was on the top of my iPhone, <laughs> the moon icon. And I'm like, is this because is this a summer moon? No, because like, is this... no, because my alarm goes off every morning at the same time, and I put it on silent, and it still goes off. So I assumed I was okay. Lord knows how many calls I missed in this month. <laughs> and, I, and, and, and I, you know, you don't think about it. Hey, no one's calling. But I guess now I think back to last month, I'm like, I don't think anyone's Gruden calling. Gruden has been trying to yeah. get a hold of you. <laughs> That's why he's not talking. three months. He's just like, I tried no, to he's call. Got that, like, he's got that moon on the phone again. Uh, but you helped me. I should have asked my daughter. She would have been like you. You took the phone and, like, in a second... It was fixed. Like I, yeah. And she hit like six buttons to do it. I'm like, I would have never gotten six? to that. Not even six. You just swipe up and hit one button. I, ha- I had his back. It's all right, Ed. Yeah, I'll swipe show you up. how to use an iPhone. Oh, one no, day. you swiped left. Swipe up. Oh, he's struggling. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's Ed not can't, good. Ed can't, you can't swipe up. I can't swipe, can't up. swipe up on his phone. Struggling no. over here. Uh, Cassie, I do want to ask you, what do you think of Alex Tuck's dog? Is he the the... The doodle, the golden doodle. No, he just has no. a golden retriever, and it won like the best dog in hockey by the Fans Choice Awards. What? Yeah. Wait, uh, you sound I jealous. I like Riley Smith's dog. Uh, what is right? I don't know what what is Riley Smith. He's have? got the golden doodle. Oh, okay. Mm. And his name's Hunter, but they call him Hunty, and I don't know why I think that's so cute. I don't know and why. You, I don't know why you Riley know Smith, all that stuff. Riley Smith. Well, I follow his girlfriend on Instagram. Um, and anyway, she posts videos of him like every morning and he's got this little morning routine where she opens the door for him to go potty, but instead he like goes and lays on their, their, uh, furniture cause he gets his morning sun and she, he just sits there in the same spot every day. And it's just so cute. Cuter than Archie. It's way too much information yeah. on a Friday. This is way, this is way you know, this weird is, information. This is normally the segment that we're just like, all right, we're going to screw around and get goofy. And now, yeah. and I think we've like, we've gotten... We've gone creepy. We've got Riley Smith's significant other on Instagram with dogs sunning themselves, and it's just the the one human being in the er world who couldn't identify Tom Hanks by picture. (laughs) Even I could have done that. Yeah, we could have done that. I knew it. I, I, his name wasn't coming to me. His name was Castaway. Captain Phillips. It's Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips. Yeah, he plays Captain Phillips. John Cena wasn't in Captain Phillips. I'm not talking about John Cena. I'm talking about Tom. Oh, Tom Hanks. He was in that. Yeah, he was in that. He's the captain now. He's, he's no longer the captain. <laughs> oh, ca- I haven't seen that. That's the that's the captain gift, Phillips. Though. That's the gift though. The guy saying I'm the captain. Yes, now. yes. Yeah. All right. I've you haven't seen that, seen that one. Ed. <laughs> I've seen like three movies. Okay. That one's good. That's a good one. We we've been over this, Ed. I, I haven't seen any movies. Let alone Captain. You Phillips. don't. Well, no one goes. I mean, you know, nothing. It's the movie think, industry, but it's been a year now, and 
I don't. I I did used to go to movies. I haven't been to one in a long time. And the other day, they're like the fans, like you want to go to a movie. I'm still like, yeah, I don't know. Well, also don't know. you don't. We you're, saw well, you're Kong and Godzilla in movies. That was good. You also it gave me a headache though. Aren't sitting there going, you know what? It's a Sunday afternoon. I better find Captain Phillips to throw on <laughs> to relax. True. true. I don't know. Cassie just said she went to watch Kong versus Godzilla, and all I heard was how terrible that movie was. It was right. You and the boyfriend went to that. Yeah, you going He's out to movies now? You're sitting. In, you're sitting in theaters. There's no one there. Yeah. She can bring Archie. Mm. Ooh, I didn't. No, he'd probably hate it. It's really loud. It's really loud. All right. So him, should we get him some earbuds? Should yeah, we? Remove- yeah, maybe they'll sponsor him <laughs> with dog earbuds. Maybe that's something you haven't tried to make money off in the last week. That's a good one. I'll write it down. I'll put All it right. in, the note- in the idea notebook. In order to reward people for sitting through whatever train wreck that was, <laughs> we go to break, but yes. first we have a giveaway. We do have a giveaway. Get out of here, Cassie. Thanks, Thank Cassie. You very much. Irish, Irish rock band or something. Call in. Win now. No, we have tickets to <laughs> Brad Paisley. Oh, this will get some. Brad Paisley. So if you want to go see Brad Paisley, uh, he is coming to the Win Las Vegas, the back-to-back shows coming up. Brad Paisley tickets, 702-364-1100 is the phone number. If you want to go see Brad Paisley, we will take caller number two at 702-364-1100. Really really shooting high on this one. Brad Paisley at the Wind Las Vegas, June 25th and 26th, 702-364-1100. First pitch, and Altuve hits it pretty well and pretty deep to left center field. Engel and Vaughn are back looking up. See you later! Jose Altuve homers for the third straight day. Eight to two Astros. Wade Miley delivers. Manny greets him in the seventh with a no doubter to left. Way back. Gotta go. His tenth of the season. Two to nothing, San Diego. Two and one to Hosmer. Swung on. Hit in the air. Deep down the right field line. Is it going to stay fair? It is. The game is tied. Four to four in the ninth. We're back to the Press Box Morning Show with Ed Graney and Tyler Bischoff. Wait, do we have the walk-off? Two batters wait, later, wait. they hit a walk-off. I, I was actually, I was with you on that because I was pausing and he, as he was doing the hospital, we're like, oh, here comes the walk-off. Who hit it, Cronworth? Uh, Caratini. Okay. <laughs> Did many? you watch it? Yeah, well, I saw the ninth inning. <laughs> I literally, I literally was watching basketball and then I was... I think watching an uh, um, episode of the Waltons. I don't know. Something was on. Wait, then, why would you of all people be watching an episode of the Waltons? Because I was moving through the channels, and I stopped because it was the one where John Boy wrote his first novel. I don't know. Something like that. And then, You're pointing to me. I don't even know what the Waltons okay, is. Okay, so anyway. Is it all I, the people that founded Walmart? Yes. Yeah, so, it I, is. Uh, so I literally um, Sam watched, I watched the Reds take the lead and was just laughing. Because the Giants had already won, so I'm like, you are going seven back. You are you are disappearing from this race. And then my buddy Ziegler, who has the same feelings that I do about the Padres, just texts me, that sucks. And I knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to I went to my ESPN app. I'm like, oh, my God, they went back. I, did, I don't know if it was back to No. no. It couldn't have been back to back because Hosmer tied it at four. Somebody Someone must got have got on. on and then, and then yeah, Caratini yeah. hit a walk-off. Okay. Pretty, pretty sweet. Fort, ninth it would have been great. incredibly great had the Padres lost last night the way they did. They were going to because it was the first time like they had a full crowd. Oh yeah, that, uh, that would have been beautiful. Packed. So, how many times have the Padres like 
stolen a game that should have been a loss because last night should have been a loss. Yeah. They well, the guy had no hitter till Tatis hit a home run. Yeah. The the game against the Astros where the backup first baseman dropped yes. the fly ball yes. and, Tatis and then tied Tatis, it Tatis, Tatis on the next it. pitch yes. in the ninth, and then they won an extra. Yeah. And then they that happened with the Cubs, right? Yes. Didn't yes. Rizzo drop a Rizzo did because Machado then went yard the next uh, pitch and went around and pointed at Rizzo yeah. and smiled. Exactly. And so I think all, all, both of those games, like yes. they literally would have lost There's... if some bum just catches a fly right. ball. The Padres are putting something on the ball so that when they hit <laughs> yes. it, it makes it really <laughs> hard to feel. The spin rate of Padres pop-ups is way beyond the regular pop-ups. So these guys, like it hits their mitt and just pops out. Uh, I must say, as much as I love giving you crap about the Padres being good and how much I want them to beat the Dodgers in the playoffs, I do find it funny that the Padres went all in and they're six games back yes. in their division. Yeah, they're six in, back. And in third place. Yes. And wouldn't make the playoffs right they now. They wouldn't make the playoffs right now, would they? No, uh, the Dodgers would be in the wild card against... One of the NL Central teams, yes, right? Yes, yeah, would not Whichever be, one is yes, not in first. Exactly. It wouldn't be the Brewers, Padres. I think, right now. Yeah. <laughs> As much as I want like, I the Dodgers to lose to the Padres in the playoffs, <laughs> I do enjoy the Padres going yes. all in and sucking or not being like a super team. I just want to ask that politician in San Diego who like four weeks ago, I don't know, they had played like 10 games in a season. He was actually quoted in the paper. They said something about the Dodgers. He goes, huh, the Dodgers, look at the standings. <laughs> You're 10 games in, it's April! <laughs> look at the standings. I'd like to see that guy today. How the standings doing for you? First of all, it's still only June. They still got like a hundred games, and you're still worried about the standings. That was that was as typical of San Diego Padres as anything. Some nut job after like ten games going to tell the Dodgers to look at the standings. What a buffoon! You I want to talk to that guy today. You lived in San Diego. Oh, it makes me livid. <laughs> I mean, it just it just incense. It drives me nuts how they've never won anything. But if you talk, they like won the last three World Series. <laughs> they have. They were in first place you, after ten you, games, Ed. You love this. It's so great. <laughs> it's just my anger. I a guy from San Diego texts me that he goes, Boy, you've changed. You were never like this. You didn't hate him that much. Arrogant Padre fans are they gonna get the best out of you? <laughs>